0: If you're going to race cars, mate, you're going to crash cars. Are you telling me you made a time machine out of a McLaren? Oh, like my dad always says you shouldn't hit boys, mate.
1: So. Uh, well, we're not friends. Racing is <sighs> it's
0: life. Anything that happens before or after, just waiting. You're listening to The Grid Girls with Saski and Sarah. Sarah Connors, let's talk about cars, because I'm told you need to be out of here to go and watch your beloved, well, one, one of your many beloved hockey teams. I have go two and- hockey
1: teams, Sassy.
0: <laughs> two, really? It seems like teams. so much more than that some days. No,
1: get out of here. We had the biggest weekend in motorsports pretty much ever. There was, there was so much happening last weekend. It was we a gotta, big weekend. We talk about all of it. We talk about all of it.
0: I missed all of it because I was in Philadelphia for work and I woke up at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning to watch the race to find out that my hotel did not have NBC Sports, at which point Mm. I opened it up on the computer and woke up two hours later like this.
1: I mean, these 2 a.m. starts are a struggle, but yeah, hey, we did it. We did the thing. Let's get right into our first segment, which is, as usual, women in motors. We've got some stuff to
0: talk about because, again,
1: Bernie Ecclestone has opened his mouth. Yeah. I feel
0: like we would have significantly less stuff to talk about if Bernie Eccleston wasn't such an old dinosaur, misogynistic human being. The minute I mean, he died, a human being, we going to like lose a third
1: of our a third of our uh, time every week. Yeah, you're
0: right. I mean, I mean, look, look, I don't want anyone to die. People, there are people out there that love him. He is fathers and grandfathers or whatever he is to people, but just just walk away. Just decide that you are old, that you need to retire, that you want to spend valuable time with your family. No, Bernie and Christian will legitimately die out of this sport. It won't be like he decides that there's succession planning and someone else will take over now. No, he's legitimately going to drop dead one day and they'll be like, well, that's that. All right.
1: Well, first of all, let's tell the viewers exactly what he said in case you missed
0: it. I love how we say viewers because we're obviously looking at each other. Uh Listeners, but, people but it is a podcast. <laughs> yes. But let's talk about what Bernie Austin said. Yeah. It was Bernie, funny. Bernie was—he I, I, wasn't even anything to do with the women's. But he was at some thing about. Um, it was some European business thing where he he said amongst things that Britain should leave the EU. Um, that immigrants have not done anything valuable valuable for the UK. That Putin um, should run
1: Europe. He said Putin should run Europe.
0: Putin should run Europe yeah. and that women women just aren't physically up to the demands of driving a Formula yeah. One car. Like, Some of the tweets
1: I said rebutting that, or I saw rebutting that, um, were pretty fantastic. Uh, it, um, along the lines of, like, put Alice Powell, Simona Di Silvestro and you know, a variety of other women drivers in a room with Bernie. And we'll, let's see who comes out stronger, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I mean, look, yes, but no.
0: I I would back Simona De Silvestro in a fight any day. Against like, basically yeah,
1: any other driver. I'm yeah, not
0: even going yeah. to lie. Look, I would even, look, even though, even though she's about my size, I would still back Susie Wolf in a fight because there is one thing female race car drivers know and that is how to scrap and fight for every single inch, because they yeah. have spent their entire career doing that. Man, I would be putting—I would put money on Simone de Silvestro to take sev- take down several members of the current F one grid. I'm sorry, Nico Rosberg, but I am backing Simone Di Silvestro in a fight <laughs> day.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so you know, we had a couple different reactions to this. Um,
1: Susie Wolf actually came out almost supporting Bernie saying that he would, you know, back a woman on the grid, which kind of seemed counterintuitive,
0: honestly. Look, uh, you, my thoughts on that is that I think Bernie would back a woman on the grid in the pure fact that he thinks it's something that would make the sport more popular and that Mm -hmm. he could market and promote it. I don't necessarily think Bernie backs a woman on the grid in a he thinks she could actually compete or that it would be she deserved to be there or that he actually respected her being there. I think Bernie backs a woman on the grid from a marketing and and publicity perspective. And to be honest, I would take that because – Sometimes it's not about the like how they got the how they got there or the or the philosophy of them being there. It's the fact that they're there.
1: I mean, we've discussed this at length with certain other women drivers in certain other positions, Carmen Jordana.
0: But you're <laughs> like, what? are we actually going to say Carmen Jordana, or are we We're just going to, around, We're going to do the
1: thing. Uh, Dance around the very
0: pretty elephant in the room. <laughs>
1: It's there. It's there. What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, I mean, on the flip side, Alice Powell came out, you know, guns blazing. Her answer was pretty fantastic. I
0: Her was, answer was yeah. I, yeah, Her answer was great. I, I love Alice Powell, and I love how Alice. People like Alice Powell, and I mean, Susie Wolf has. Cards in the game, right? Susie Wolf is a television presenter presenting an F1 who has a charity program or a, a foundation around women in motorsports. So Susie Wolf doesn't have the luxury of being after the come out or guns blazing, even if she wanted to. No, because she absolutely so many- has to toe that PR line. That's that's definitely exactly.
1: something that we have to learn to accept from her. But, I mean, yeah,
0: Alice Powell, other women who don't have women. Alice, do Alice, Alice Powell, Pippa Ma, all yeah. of them are like – Let me tell you how this is. You know, I mean.
1: I think we can tell people right now that uh, we're going to have Pippa on the show in a couple weeks. And uh, so, yeah, you guys are all going to want to tune in for the the week after the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. Uh, Yeah, that should be pretty fun. She'll be getting ready for her 8500 drive.
0: I am so psyched about this. We have a legitimate <laughs> we have an Indy around. 500 Java. We have one of we have one of these badass lady racers that we talk about every week and she's coming on our podcast. And I hope she is the first of many that we manage to get on here to talk about their experiences being women in racing and all different kinds. I mean, yeah, and and to anyone who does listen to this, if you do have a badass lady racer you'd love to hear love to have us talk to, love to hear us talk to. Tell us. We'll try and track them down. And we're not just talking open wheels. We're talking NASCAR, we're talking stock car, funny car, we'll talk NRHA. We want to hear about women who drive cars. Or motorbikes. Absolutely. Not that I know anything about we'll motorbikes, to- but motorbikes. I it. Yeah, it's fine.
1: I, four wheels, not two wheels. Um but yeah, so that's that's uh that's what Bernie's done. That's what we're doing. That's pretty amazing. Um, speaking of the man, and speaking of IndyCar, uh, I don't know if you've seen the news, but Grace Opsport is actually having some struggles getting to the Indy 500 grid in case you're not aware of who they are. Again, they are the all women run driven managed racing team that's trying to get a car, uh, in the hundredth running of the Indy 500. Um, they don't have a car yet. They were supposed to be partnering with KBSH Racing, I believe, was yeah, the last rumor, but that fell race, through. Yeah, that fell through. So we will see if they actually make it to the grid. I really want them to, obviously, for obvious reasons. But, yeah,
0: yeah, me you know. too. Like, as we keep saying, as I believe it's uh, – actually, I think it's, it's – we say it's often, and I saw it today, and I was like, oh, that's who it's by. It's the Gloria Steinem quote that we keep coming back to. You need to be able to see things to believe you can be things. And I think yeah, that's what exactly. Grace Autosport comes back with, with, you know, that um, uh, we need to, uh, we want to see them on that track so that we can, girls can believe in being female team principals. They can believe in being, you know, team, team drivers or engineers or all of these things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of that, actually, uh, I downloaded, I think I told you this earlier, I downloaded the Manor, World Endurance Championship team app today. They have a new app. It's in the App Store right now. You go search for Manor Endurance. It's, it's cute. I don't know. I want to support Manor in, in WEC because it's all the staff that I met at F1 that were super cool. Um,
0: they have a woman running their
1: operations. And yeah, it's John. I think it's John Booth's daughter. But yeah. still.
0: Yeah, so Manor, I think. I, yep, it's Laura Booth, and she came over from Manor F1. As, so, as, as did a lot of the staff. I believe her sister is also involved high up with the team as well. Um, so, I mean, it's the family business. If that was my family business, I'd be like, sign me up, pups.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of like Claire Williams kind of thing. But it's it's neat. I mean, it's, it's still cool that visibly, like, they're part of this team. They've got the whole staff yeah. guide on their app, and she's, like, person number three on the list. So it's pretty cool. What else has been going on? Tatiana Um, Calderon has been running GP3 testing. Today was her last day. I
0: feel like all GP3 does is test. Like, GP2 has, like, two tests. And GP3, I'm like, what is this, like, your fifth?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think they're done now. And now she's going to uh, go race in Portugal. I think it's this weekend, in Euroformula. It's the start of that season. So...
0: Well, we're going, to be keeping, we're going to be keeping an eye on that. Speaking of Tatiana Calderon, I really enjoyed her tweet about the whole Bernie Eccleston thing where her quote was – her tweet was basically, let the stopwatch decide. I mean, it is a simpli- simplistic viewpoint of it, but it is, it is the essence, you know. Well, right, you know, the time will tell female racers can compete against male racers, and we know they can.
1: We can, and you know what? We're all hoping she's going to prove it this weekend. And go with the, this whole season
0: going forward. I mean, because GP three is one of the very close to F one. So if Tatiana Calderon ends up on a podium or like on pole or winning a race, the next podcast is literally just going to be an hour of you and me crying, actual just sobby. Oh my god! Someone did it. Tears for like I know, a seriously. good. Did you know?
1: Did you know that Pippa Mann won an Indy Lights race? Really? In Kentucky, she did. Oh.
0: Speaking, yeah, she, of, speaking of badass lady drivers in history this week, Danica Patrick won yeah. an IndyCar race this week in, I believe, 2008?
1: I believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I saw that. I, I, was always, like, I don't know why I always forget that she was an in IndyCar. I always see her as such, like, a NASCAR figure, yeah, mostly because yeah. of all the times she, like, gets in people's faces in NASCAR and it makes the news. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, honestly, like,
0: people think not think what about you do? You're like, yeah, yeah, she did. He probably deserved yeah, she it. she did. He probably did. I love <laughs> Danica
1: Patrick. I don't even care. Like, she's great. No. She's fantastic. I she does so what she's people people do. now
0: that she isn't doing GoDaddy ads. Yeah, but I respect her right to do GoDaddy ads. Yeah, absolutely. I just I wish that they had know. a different marketing plan other than boobs. I know. I know. I feel that. But yeah, no. Speaking of Danica Patrick and the Go Daddy, have you ever watched the ESPN documentary branded? No. Okay, I have to recommend it to you, to anyone who has an interest in women's sport, even just marketing and sport in general. ESPN had their 30 for 30, but they also produced a nine for nine series, which is nine documentaries entirely about women's sport. They include uh, the 99ers, which is recapping the 99 U.S. Women's World Cup victory and um, the uh, like aftermath of that. Uh, there's one about Tonya and Nancy. Um, there is a, there's a tennis one. Um, I can't remember all of them, but they're my favorite. Uh, there's one which is also particularly brilliant called um, Let Them Wear Towels, and it's about the woman who broke the gender barrier in lo- in sports locker rooms and what they went through and all that kind of stuff that's amazing but there's also one called branded and it's basically about how society has branded women in sport how marketing companies use women in sport sports sponsorships all that kind of stuff and it looks a lot of Danica it looks a lot of Anna Kornikova all that kind of stuff it's brilliant so if you can find it some of them are on Netflix right? you're gonna have to just illegally find on YouTube they're brilliant they're well worth your 45 minutes that's
1: awesome. Yeah, I have to check that out for sure. I, I knew that series existed. I just have not had the chance to see any of them. So,
0: yeah, I've fun. seen I've seen three. I've seen Branded, Let Them Wear Towels, and um, the 99ers. and yeah. and all of them were all of them were brilliant. Like if I could watch nothing but documentaries on women and women in sport for the rest of my life, I'd probably be pretty stoked. Yeah, My Netflix absolutely. is basically like sports movie, sports movie, chick flick, sports movie, documentary about sport, documentary about dancing, chick flick, sports movie.
1: I mean, I feel that. Do you know how many times yeah. I've watched Four Days in October? So many times.
0: I've never seen that one. Oh, man. You
1: should. You should watch <coughs> it. Should My absolutely.
0: favorite is um, Once Were Brothers, which was about um, – I can't think of their names um, – but one was Serbian and one was Macedonian or no, Serbian. One was Serbian and one was Croatian, something like that. Um, and it, it's about their friendship that got torn apart when the countries went to war, or separated and that. It's very, very good. But back to cars, back to what we're talking about. Um, you need to tell me what happened at IndyCar of Long Beach because I missed it being away. And I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I'm gonna try yeah, to hopefully sure. find a uh, find a version a i guess record of it and watch it. but so there fill were, me and girl.
1: yeah, there were a couple big stories about this race. Uh, one of the big ones being that there was no cautions. It was green flag from start to finish. no yellow so flags. The entire no race, flag flags. there was no cautions whatsoever. This
0: is inndy like, that doesn't right? like that barely right? happens in
1: f one. It was the weirdest thing because, you know, we had obviously watched China about 12 hours earlier, and China was such a shit show that switching from that to this IndyCar car race was like, okay, nap time, that's fine. You know, uh, so a lot of the drivers were complaining that um, the race needs to be longer, Long Beach itself needs to be longer, because I think it only took about an hour and a half to finish the race. Um, yeah. I mean, not a lot of overtaking. Life, F1. Right, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, or Formula E. Formula E being 45 minutes. Um, yeah. There wasn't much overtaking. It was kind of a parade. Um, lots of fuel saving. Um, even, like, the pit stop quarter shuffling just wasn't that exciting. The only big things were that um, Simon Padma came out of the pits. Uh, and he had pitted slightly behind Scott Dixon, who was leading the race. Uh, and he cut the pit lane exit to pass Scott Dixon for the lead, and then won the race. So his so called the blend line. It's it's the you know you have to go to a certain point and then cut back into the race course. Uh, your right tires because the pit's on the right of the uh, of the track. Your right hand tires have to be they can't cross the blend line. Your left tires can, your right tires can't. So his his whole car had passed over the blend line. And like it was on the replays, it was on everything. Um, and they had said before the race that the penalty for that was going to be like a drive-through penalty or you know some sort of time penalty. He just got a warning.
0: So so so, so so. Let me let me get this straight. You can't cross this line because if you cross this line, you're going to get a penalty, time delay or Hello. drive-through. Yada yada yada. He crosses this line and wins because he crosses this line. But rather than getting any of the promised repercussions, they go. And warn him, and he keeps his whip. Yeah. Oh yeah. dang! I've asked <laughs> you, on Dixon. I am pissed. But yeah, I—that's so exactly what to. too. I'm more pissed at IndyCar than I am at Pagano, because oh, yeah. Pagano, everyone pushes to the mm-hmm. limit to win. Like it's IndyCar's fault for not. Ooh, Man. Yeah. No. Dixon.
1: Dixon's okay. On a shade
0: of like, on a sa- shade of like, one to ray On a scale of one to Rayban, how much shade was there thrown by Scott Dixon after this race?
1: Scott Dixon is a classy human being.
0: Scott a Dixon lot. is for me. Why tell me he's a classy human being? He's, yeah
1: yeah yeah. Um, no, it was and it, again, it wasn't directed at astronauts. Directed at the stewards and like the people making decisions and blah 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 blah. Um, yeah, there was some shade. It was a little shady there. Uh, so that was that was a thing. That was the thing that happened. So it was Paschinoff's fifth ever win, his first win with Team Penske. And, you know, good for him and everything. But, yeah, that was bad decisions. Bad decisions. You know, um, at the same time, Max Chilton crossed some sort of track limit over and over again on every lap about ten times before they told him to stop it or he'd get a penalty. So I'm not really sure what is going on.
0: Uh, the fresh, the fresh prince of Great Britain, Max Jilton. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I love that He's like, well, look, no one told me. I I haven't raced hey, here before. Listen,
1: you do what you want to do until they tell you to not do it
0: anymore, right? Hey, yep, yep. That's what it's. That's what it's all about, isn't it? How how much you can interpret the rules until someone's like, ah, oh, no.
1: Right, right. So there's that was was pretty much it for Long Beach. I mean, not super exciting, except for tragic steward fail. Um, But this week, and actually, so I was reading a thing today that said, you know, the first three races of this IndyCar season haven't been super exciting. They've been pretty predictable. The Chevys have done really well. The Hondas really haven't done super well. Um, The highest finishing Honda at Long Beach was Takuma Sato. He came in fourth, which is great, but, you know, no podiums. Um, well, wasn't
0: it? Didn't I see a picture that was of the qualification and there wasn't a single toy, uh, Honda win the top six, eight, yeah, five yeah, qualifiers? So, Honda's like problems aren't just limited to F1. No,
1: they are not at all. They aren't at all. They're Aero Kitten in the Indies, not great, but um, so this week though. Uh apparently last year the first three races of the season I watched them but I never really put this together were all kind of boring and then Barber happened and Barber was a, a shit show. Um and then from there the whole season was actually exciting again.
0: Uh Barber watched, the- I watched. I watched I think the first indie race I watched was Saint last year was Saint Pete's and I was a bit like Mwah. and then I watched the Indy of New Orleans.
1: That was the next week with the rain and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which was a shh. And then I was just like, now nah, I'm good. And then I yeah. watched the Indy 500. And I was like, this is awesome.
1: Right. Exactly. Uh, so we're hoping this weekend that Barber will be exciting. Do you know who won Barber last year?
0: Joseph New... No. His first yeah,
1: win yeah, was, Joseph, was yeah. That was his first ever
0: win. So I thought Toronto was his first win. No,
1: no, Toronto was the second one, but uh, yeah, so, one we'll
0: see. so close.
1: We'll see. We'll see how he does. I'm hoping that Ed Carpenter Racing and the Fuzzies' car can actually do things this weekend. But yeah,
0: no. Barbara's,
1: next. Barbara's really cool look, me too. Speaking
0: of Barber, I've been seeing today some ridiculous publicity done by Team America. <laughs> Basically, okay. So for those who don't know, Sarah and I. Which none of you, because you listen to our podcast. So I'm going to just restart this sentence again. Sarah loves Alex Rossi. Sarah also loves Connor Daly. But the thing Sarah loves more than both of them is how much Alex Rossi and Connor Daly love each other. And America. And America. America is so important. Our non public accounts, because we all have them, of course we do, Uh, (laughs) is just full of people being like, Oh my god, look at these car look at these children and they're and, and I'm sitting here being like maybe I this is adorable, but maybe I would get more feelings about it if I was American, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, they went to Space Camp. Okay, today. I wanna go to Space what, Camp. What child did not want Okay, when I was a kid in the 90s, when you watched cartoons, like every fifth commercial was a commercial where your parents could send you to space camp. All of the the prizes on Nickelodeon, all the grand
0: prizes, for is a good trip to space camp. So Australia doesn't. I wanted to go to space. Australia camp. doesn't do summer camp.
1: Bro, Australia doesn't go to space.
0: Excuse me, Australians have gone <laughs> to space. We may not have, yeah, a space, have a space program because we don't have a fucking space program. Why do you need a space program? <laughs> America has one. It's like the military. What country needs the military? We've got America. Right. But, but like, okay, yeah. so Space Camp was always the thing be, that I really so, I wouldn't be too proud of your space program, considering I think it's currently being beaten by the Russians.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still have a bunch of people in space. We just use them to get to places. Oh, yeah, hey, Elizabeth just tuned
0: in to listen to us
1: yell about Space Camp. I don't, I don't know. know what, is,
0: what is Space Camp? Because like, I, I know so what space Camp is. There. I understand what Summer Camp right. is, Woods Caverns, theater, those kind of it's things. It's not that.
1: Space camp is, in Huntsville, Alabama, there's a space center where they have a bunch of old rockets and they have a bunch of, like, the training things the astronauts do, like that spinny thing that you see all the time. Um, just things that, you know, so as a kid, the ages of between, like, 10 and 14, you can go to space camp and you can do all these, these astronaut training things and learn about, like, the space program, the shuttle program, and everything. Um, it's, like, a week long, I think. Uh huh.
0: And um, you know, it focuses, it focuses a lot on
1: science, technology, engineering, and math, which is kind of neat, um, encouraging kids to go into those fields. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know, it's, it's pretty neat. So it just happens to be where the track is. So they go there so every year. Joseph and Jason's left one last year.
0: They said, oh my God. Sarah, I have something else you need to know about Space Camp. They have an adult Space camp. What? There's an no add-on space camp. It's a weekend program. We, gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. got to go. We got to go. I got better use better usages for $500, but... Uh, that's not that much. 500 American that's dollars. That's a lot. Uh,
1: that's a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, I still want to go to
1: space camp, though. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, anyways, that's pretty mm-hmm. much what it space is.
0: spacecraft oh, is God. an adventurous yep. two-night experience allowing trainees to assume roles in hands-on interactive space missions and learn what it's like to train as an astronaut, in, including model rocket construction and launch, training on astronaut simulators, including the Space yeah, is, gravity right. chair and the multi-axis trainer, plus hands-on space That was pilots. the silly thing history education admit one of the world's largest spaceflight collections? Mm-hmm. The,
1: mid, the multi-axis trainer is the like gyroscope looking thing that I would probably barf, but I'd still do.
0: Oh, I get like, motion sickness, so I would totally be barfing.
1: I mean, okay, so when we were in Long Beach, we went to uh, the Santa Monica Pier for a day mm-hmm. and we went on all the rides, including this one ride where <laughs> um, it like, okay, you're, you're sitting in a chair, right? And you're going around in this, this. it's like front to back. But you can also hit these buttons that spin your actual chair. So you're basically like going around in, in a circle. I don't even know how to explain it. But we hit the button to go as fast as possible and also spin. And I I almost threw up. It was a good time. And that was only in one direction. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd probably not survive, but it's fine.
0: Oh, that's, oh, my God. Okay, So... Alex Ross and Connor Daly went to Space Camp. Sarah wants to go to Space Camp. I'm too cheap for Space Camp. They're in Alabama this weekend. I love ending
1: um, her so much. It's basically the summary of that whole segment.
0: They're in Alabama.
1: It's going to be fantastic. Barber's a great track. Um, I'm going to
0: have um, to go down one week. But I'm going to have to go down maybe next year or the year after because I have a friend in Huntsville who I've been meaning to visit for ages. And I can just kind of shoehorn that all together. Okay, so... We've talked about women in motorsports. We talked about IndyCar. Can we talk about China now? I guess so. Yeah. Oh all my time god! Is do, you know, do, you know, do you know how excited, how great it is to have, be three races into the season and all of them have been amazing?
1: Yeah.
0: And yep. but do you know what's next?
1: What? Oh no, Sochi! I don't want to watch
0: it. I, I was to... like, oh, it's gonna be two it's hours. Been so yeah, well, yeah. someone I think of the podcast was like, "We've had three amazing races, and next we're going to Sochi. too Russia." Although,
1: to be fair, Russia last year was a little bit interesting. Remember all the GP two and GP three stuff where they um like they kept a red flag oh, and that, everything okay, and everything. That was, it that night? was
0: interesting because it was a clusterfuck of unsafe driving and bad decision making. Not because the racing was good. No, because, no uh, I
1: do think- At least we <laughs> have things to talk about. I guess. True, true are, they,
0: true. are they even doing GP2 and GP3 at Sochi this year? Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think so. No. No. Uh, the first GP2 race is Barcelona, and I think that's the same with GP3. Yeah. And Barcelona is
1: the same weekend as the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. So that'll it's, be a fun podcast.
0: The Grand Prix of Indianapolis? Oh yeah, Barcelona. Yes. I was doing Monaco in my head. I was like, "It's at the end of May," yeah. and then I was like, "That's Monaco." Yeah. Yes, yes, that'll be a yeah. that'll yeah. be a big podcast. We're going to have twice as many stuff to talk about. Okay, so they brought back qualifying.
1: Oh, thank God! Thank oh, God. God! What's oh,
0: What's like... Five minutes left in the thing, and there's cars on the track, and was I was so running.
1: I know.
0: And there, was, and there was like people getting knocked out. And up, like and the flag has fallen and, and, and Marcus Erickson sets that awesome lap for a guy driving a Sauber. And then, like, Kevin yeah. Anderson is out in the first round. And you're like, I don't know what I'm more excited about, qualifying or Lewis Hamilton not, Lewis Hamilton not coming- qualifying. Lewis Hamilton coming last.
1: Look, I'm going to this like- whole thing
0: with. Lewis Hamilton's car broke down and he had problems with it and he qualified last because he didn't set a lap time. And he managed to finish what? Like, I think he finished the race. He finished, he finished the race seventh. Seventh? seventh? I thought he
1: was 7th. I like seventh.
0: He finished the race Ranks. seventh. <laughs> oh. You gotta respect that. Admittedly, admittedly, 13 cars finished. So I always when when someone's always like, oh, he came from 22nd to seventh. I'm like, well, like Nine yeah, of those right. nine yeah, but nine of those cars didn't finish the race. So it's more like he came from thirteenth to seventh.
1: <laughs> right, but did they not finish because they were Laps down or did they not finish because no 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 they
0: sorry, sorry 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 yeah. Sask no, no I was gonna they say- finish the race, Sasky can't read anything because China was the only race where everyone who started finished the race. So right. let's just right. backtrack on everything Sasky just said <laughs> and count it on the fact that I'm reading it off Wikipedia on the side here because I left my book with all my notes in it in my house. Got to work and I was That's like, fine. God damn it! You remembered, you remembered your microphone, but you forgot all your notes. Nice job. But
1: yeah, anything else from qualifying? I mean, qualifying going back to the old way just made it more comfortable. Cars were running until the very last minute. Everything was great. It was exactly no, really what, qualifying, it, qualifying, last. It was exactly what yeah. qualifying was meant
0: to be. It was exactly what qualifying was meant to be. Kimi Raikkonen set an amazing time, and then the other three who were like, rah, rah. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah.
1: Man.
0: Yes, everyone is joking, um, including his his, uh, race engineer. uh, The new haircut, courtesy of Natalie Pinkham's husband, must be very (laughs) aerodynamic. Christian Christian, uh, Horner said he's like, well, look, if he does really well, um, he's going to have to keep it, and his mother's going to murder him. And I loved that because you just... You've had your mum yell at you for your hair. I've had, well, I've never had my mum yell at me for my hair because my mother's a hairdresser and she normally did it. But you know when you have those things where your mother is just like, oh. the idea of yes. being grown <laughs> Formula One drivers, having their mother lecture them over something like their hair, is glorious. just beautiful. And Dan, Dan, I just imagine um, well, her being like grabbing him by the cheek and being like, what you're doing, tell me, boy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, you know what? It's aerodynamic. It saves weight. Do the thing. It
0: looks tough. Um, the start of it looks great. I
1: know, I know. The start of that race.
0: Okay, let's talk about the race. Holy crap!
1: Holy <sighs> crap! We got to do this. Danny, Danny has no chill what
0: whatsoever. Did I if I had had Danny, if I had Daniel Fiat's season this far, I would have no chill. He was like, I saw a Me gap either. and I went for it. You know what, Daniel Kvyat? That is what you're meant to do. And do you know when you're meant to do that? that? When your lot. shit when your season has been terrible and you are doing terribly yeah. and basically everyone is just waiting for it to end so they can give you a seat to Max Verstappen. Because that is legitimately yeah. the situation Daniel you, man. Daniel too bad. Fiat, short of him like becoming the second coming of, I don't know, Shumi or Senna or someone, Daniel Fiat is exactly. probably out of a seat at the end of the season. Yeah.
1: I, I would, I would, yeah. I don't because know if, he's not,
0: because this, if he's not, because not, Max Verstappen is leaving, and you know that. <laughs> just you gonna... know that if Daniel Fiat is is not like like Max Verstappen is going somewhere else. Where? I don't know because it's gonna be Ferrari. I was it's like, I was like, <laughs> Kimi, can we say was, this? Yes, we can. I was like, Kimi Raikkonen is probably gonna get the boot. Mm-hmm. And that seat that got promised like two, three different times to Nico Hulkenberg is definitely going to Max Verstappen.
1: Yeah, Hulkenberg isn't going to that seat. Oh, God, no, no, no. I as mean, much as I enjoy him, he's not going anywhere.
0: No, but we know that to, before Kimi Räikkönen got signed, Nico Hulkenberg had signed a Ferrari contract. It was just missing one signature to be legal. I believe it was Ferrari. Yep. And then they were like, oh, hey, Kimi Räikkönen. It was like, what are you guys? Ron Dennis?
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, his move on Vettel was great. Uh, Vettel's reaction after the race was hilarious, but we'll get to that later. Uh, the other great part about Dan Dan Ricardo's start overtaking Nico Rosberg immediately—how amazing oh was God, that? I know. It was awesome. um, Of course, he agree and had to pit. So Rosberg passed him again. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. I'll always have we'll always have that start and those few lead
0: laps at the beginning. So uh, sorry, we have a we have a live chat on the side of this broadcast, and RJ RJ says, "How many zeros are Mercedes and Ferrari willing to put on Max's paycheck?" But here's the thing: if I'm Mercedes, who do I get rid of? Now I'm actually thinking that this long pause is because you your broadcast. You're a your internet has died rather than you're debating about who is going to be replaced by Max Verstappen at Mercedes.
1: Yeah, no, I, I froze for a second. I did
0: yeah. not. I was like, I'm gonna, was I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. okay, so the question was, um, RJ says, how many zeros are Mercedes and Ferrari willing to put on Vax's first paycheck? But if I'm Mercedes, how do you get rid of either one of those drivers? And you know, he's not sitting around being a test driver.
1: You also have Pascal Verline in the in the wings. Like how are Pascal you gonna Bearline in the
0: wings, yeah. If yeah. you're if you're Mercedes, you lost out on the Max Verstappen sweet dates somewhere around your like second world championship in a row. Maybe your first. Yeah. Like you you lost out Max Verstappen, short of like Nico Rosberg or Lewis Hamilton deciding to retire at the end of the season, which is not
1: happening. Which could happen. Oh, just kidding.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> Might
1: decide he's bored and not
0: want to do things anymore. If Lewis decides he's bored and doesn't want to race cars anymore, it's because Lewis gets beaten by Nico and he's a poor loser. And I don't know if no. that is a fact, that's more an assessment of what the situation would be if he left, which he's not going to. Like, right. he, he's a racer. They're racers. They've got lots of, they're They've got long. The other thing, them. the other, the other kind of, you
1: know, aspect of this is that where is already starting to prove that he's brilliant in a car. I mean, he's working with a manner, and he's still finished. He's finished above his teammate every race so far and usually significant places above his teammate. So yeah, give him a good car, see what happens. Um, nope. And again, that's not, it's not going to be for another year or two down the road. Um, but yeah, no, there's no room. There's no room at the end.
0: For Max, for there is definitely no seen, room so at the moment. end. And he ain't staying in no stable out the back. No. Boom. No. Full, full Full birth of Jesus reference all the way oh through. My oh my
1: god. That was horrendous, and I'm not going to acknowledge it, so we're going to move on. Um, um, okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not good <laughs> it. Um, another nice drive during the Chinese Grand Prix was uh, Kimi Reganin actually his recovery so yeah. from getting hit on the first lap to finish fifth. It's not bad. Yeah. Pretty damn good, actually.
0: That was – look, it was a great – look, Kimi Räikkönen is a good driver. We know that. We all know Kimi Räikkönen is a good driver. It just depends on whether Kimi Räikkönen feels like being a good driver some days. It's true.
1: Um, let's see. What other things did I like about this race? What were our favorite moments of the race? Because I know what mine was. Mine was Dan Ricardo's pass on Lewis Hamilton because yes. oh my god oh wow. my god lewis was like desperately trying to hold him off and ricardo was just like no i don't i don't care i'm coming through here we go i he also passed awesome and it was brilliant. yep yep
0: good job dude. <laughs> look D- daddy ricardo's whole rice was pretty it was it was pretty good for a guy who got really unlucky um uh, fan favourite, unfortunately, Romain Grosjean was not so lucky. Uh, uh, look, Agatha, other, other things to note, uh, Esteban Gutierrez actually finished a race. Oh, my God, I know. Good job. That he was, he's no longer dead last in the F1 driver standings. That goes yeah. to, of course, everyone's favourite, Rio Haryanto. <laughs> Stoffel Excuse van me. Dorn is currently 13th. In the, in the standings.
1: That, oh, oh no. That's, that's right. He's not
0: even here anymore. Stoffel Van Dorn has more points than Fernando Alonso and Jensen Button put together.
1: Ah, that hurts. That hurts a lot. Because
0: Fernando Alonso has finished one. Fernando Alonso is actually higher ranked than Jensen Button. Because and Fernando Alonso has only finished one race, but he finished twelfth. Whereas Jensen has finished two, and he's finished fourteenth and thirteenth. Therefore, the average is thirteen point five. So Alonso beats him.
1: Poor Jensen. I really so I was, I was thinking Speaking about the
0: painful experiences. Felipe Massa's father was there on the weekend, and they started talking about Brazil two thousand and eight. And I was just like, "Stop doing this to us! It hurts. We yeah, know it's it hurts.
1: Don't bring it
0: back up. Like, just, um, just, unless, know, unless it's to fly Timo Glock. Like, let's just not. You know what would be really cool
1: if Jensen and Fernando came to IndyCar."
0: I know. I saw you tweet this the other day about uh, them, uh, obviously, there being the Honda partnership. I feel like it's highly unlikely and that they're no, way is. more oh, likely to end up in WEC, Andrews. if anything, uh, because yeah. we know of certain drivers in WEC who would like to convince them to come and drive with them in WEC. Oh,
1: what, time uh, is it? what time is it? Are we getting to the mark where no, we're No, I today? did
0: not say the name.
1: <laughs> Did you say it? It, it still
0: can No, no, Anthony Davidson drives there, he could be trying to convince them. That's true. That's true. And- I to Andre- that Andre- Andre- could be trying to Well, if rumors are true, specific driver who remain unnamed may not be racing much beyond this year. Oh, is that true? I have heard discussion that maybe I think it depends on winning Le Mans or not, because it's kind of like the checklist. Won yeah, the West I mean, yeah. Championship, won Le Mans, peace out, boys. I'm going to host TV. Yeah, that's fair.
1: That makes sense. Um, honestly,
0: I, right, I, I'm, I'm not going to – we're talking about Mark Webber. There you go. There, right. you yeah, there
1: you go. But, but, um, I do actually really enjoy his podium interviews. I think he's done yeah. a really good job with those. So, yeah, I'd like, love to see exactly.
0: him on TV. I like him in DC doing mm-hmm. podium interviews because I think – more so him because I think he's a little less he spent less time in TV. So it's yeah. it's more like driver questions than like how did you go today?
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's also slightly less removed from it from driving than than DC yeah. is. I mean only slightly, but yeah, no, his his questions are always interesting. As opposed to the guy they had in China, it was like Kai Ebel.
0: That guy is yeah. so awkward. I just he's a uh, German TV, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Um, His questions and Vettel's answers on the podium this week were hilarious. Vettel's (laughs) just lack of chill after the race in general was.
0: was Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how the turns have have tabled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Vettel doesn't have a lot of chill.
1: No, no. Um, I mean, he didn't even really have. Much of a point to make? Because that Look, move was just good.
0: It was a good move. It was a standard racing. It was a standard racing um,
1: maneuver. Maybe maneuver. he should have looked to his left before jerking the wheel so far over that he hit Kenny. I mean, I'm just saying. Look, if it's, saying a
0: standard, it's a standard. It's a standard. It's a racing incident. Like, get over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, I understand that in the heat of the moment. Oh, look, heat of the moment talk. It's like hockey all over again. You get mad, you say things that you maybe don't mean to. I don't.
0: But if you're the saying them, yet. if you're saying them, you had to have thought it. So you probably did yeah. mean it in some way.
1: Right. I feel like we've talked way too much about
0: this the last couple of days. All I the it. subtext, all the subtext there. Anyone who's not a hockey person won't know. But just go and you don't even go and look go it it. up because it's not worth it. it. Don't, do it. don't, no, don't give sorry. them don't give them the time of day. Okay, other other, other other non uh, other other nonsense from China. The ongoing battle of Daniel Ricardo and Filipino massa. Filipino oh, yeah. massa.
1: We just uh, we just saw a video on Instagram. Apparently, they're going to have a go kart race because they keep pranking each other. I think Filipino has left stickers on Dan's car and vice versa, and all sorts of other stuff.
0: Didn't Dan um, leave stickers on their car? He didn't. Yep. No,
1: it's they like, both left stickers you on each
0: other. They lived in the same building in Monaco. <laughs> hmm. It's, like, it's very cute. If you- it's quite funny because I think if you watch some of the races where he takes him on the driver's parade thing, like you just mm-hmm. see him like hanging out with, um, like you just see him hanging out with the, like, like little Massa and like ignoring everyone else and like hanging out with the kid. And I was like, just imagine you've got to go somewhere and your babysitter's canceled. And you have to call Dan. Can you babysit my dad? Oh, easily.
1: easily. He must, he, he obviously must like, oh, it's a crazy car race. Wait. I think in a race, like, okay, so we we wrote these things in Long Beach that had two handles, and you could, like, kind of steer with them, and it was very bad. Uh, maybe that's what they're racing, not go-karts.
0: Ooh. I think Little Massa may be too little to put in a go-kart. I don't know. I don't think He's so, not a little anymore.
1: He's, like, seven.
0: I think you can, oh. you can
1: race go-karts at seven.
0: Oh, you can totally race go-karts at yeah. seven. You're probably, like, three years too late if you're starting at seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so that should be interesting. We'll try to see if anything comes with that. Uh, so, China was great, are, basically.
0: Yeah. China was great. But, Sarah, mm. I heard that you and fellow good girl Elizabeth made your debut in a Formula E preview guide document thing. Oh, yeah, we did. Please we tell did me it about some... this because I totally read it in English. And did in- you really? Yeah, oh I totally so
1: we do this thing. Uh, it was Liz like,
0: I, oh, my God, Sarah and Liz, and we love cars. We do. So we, um,
1: every, every race, they obviously have a program. You buy it for, like, $5 or $10. Um, and they have these fan sites, which they credential for every race, which was what we were lucky enough to be able to do. Uh, we had really great access to the you know, the paddock and everything, um, just really a lot of fun. And they asked us, the only thing they asked us to write for them, aside from covering it on the Facebook page, was to write a preview for the next race and, like, talk about Long Beach and talk about how great it was and kind of what our experience was and everything. Um, so, yeah, we put that together, and they just tweeted out a PDF of the entire program from, for Paris, which is this weekend, um, and it's in there. It's a two-page spread in the program. It's really, really cool looking. Um, yeah.
0: So everyone we'll going right. to Paris. It's on page 61 and 61. 62. 60 and 61. 60 and 61. 60 and 61. 60. Well, I was so, halfway yeah. I know, yeah. No, it's it's
1: really neat. It's it's cool, and uh, you know, Long Beach was so much fun. I really hope they keep that race there for years. I'll go every year. It's a great escape from the winter, as I told I think everyone that I met at that race. Um, the weather is just incredible, uh, and yeah, I, I I loved it. I really hope to get to do this again next year. So, and then Paris is this week. Uh, apparently, there's no so they do a shakedown on Friday, which is where they basically like roll out the cars, run around the track a few times, make sure nothing got broken in transition. Uh, there's no shakedown in Paris because they can't close the streets until Saturday because it's literally in the center of the city.
0: But it's like who's a kind of run. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The pit lane is, yeah. Like Elizabeth just said, uh, the pit lane is like on road. It's, 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 a road. There's like a giant. I don't know what the building is. It's like in everyone's picture from Paris. It's like this long, flat kind of beige building. But it's like one of the yeah, yeah. It's a military building. Um, I'm not oh, gonna try to pronounce
0: uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think I know where you're Wait, talking about. Build, I can't do it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's, Where it's Napoleon's tomb is. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, let invite. In- Invalides? Invalides? Just, uh, yeah. I, if I say velades it makes me sound Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That's the Anglicized version of it. <laughs> I think it used to be like a hospital or something at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's it actually, it's over near. um, It's near the. Isn't that near the Eiffel Tower? Like there's the garden I mean, in front of the Eiffel. Yeah,
1: yeah. So basically, I think a lot of people have been walking to the Eiffel Tower from there. Yeah. So it's. It's. It seems pretty cool. I don't know, yeah. So that's this weekend. That's on Saturday. Uh it should be pretty fun. Saturday that looks morning. pretty cool. Everybody tune in. Yep. Formula E, good times. But yeah, so we were in the, we're in that program. I'm hoping we can get a copy from people. Uh I think my friend Kathy. Well
0: they it. should they should definitely yeah. they should uh, they should definitely get you one of those.
1: I feel like you're right. Um but yeah, so that's that's Is there Formula anything else
0: we need to know ahead of Paris this weekend for Formula E? Where is like like what's the standing at the moment? Who's dominating? What am I expecting?
1: Um, Sebastian Vettel.
0: I like Team McLaren. <laughs> Team McGurry has a new driver
1: uh, whose name I can't pronounce. Whose last name is Ma. He's Chinese. Uh, we have yeah, Salvador Duran is out at Team McGurry, which is kind of sad, but he wasn't really putting up results. So I don't know. The weird thing about that is that he was the one who brought the golf money to Team Aguri. So I don't know if they're going to keep going for which is sad because it's beautiful. Um, yeah, uh, obviously Lucas DeGrassi coming off a win, Daniel Apt coming off his first po- podium. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Simone Di Sorestro coming off her first points. That was beautiful. Yeah, we're
0: like, uh, all these things that we don't care about and Simona.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Team Agree may not even be Team Agree soon. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what's going on with that team. Okay. They used to be Amlin and now Amlin is Amlin and Dreddy. So we'll see. Mm. That's Formula E. That's pretty much it. Sebastian Boemi's is probably going to look to win because it's his home race and also he's done really awesome this year so far. And yeah.
0: So. Sometimes we come to the end of our show, which means it's time to ask the good girls some questions. Oh, yeah. We got some good
1: ones this week,
0: too. (laughs) Actually, two of the people who
1: asked questions this year are in our little chat room.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask the first question because I don't have an answer to this one as the non-IndyCar expert around here. Sarah Connors, RJ O'Connell wants to know, how would you improve IndyCar from a performance perspective?
1: See, I don't know.
0: Because everyone knows what the
1: problem is, but no one really knows how to fix it. And the problem is that the Honda Aero kits are really, really inferior to the Chevy package. And, like, what do you, do you like, Shanghai Chevy a little bit and, like, tell them to turn it down a little bit? Or do you, like, give Honda extra rule to, rules to, like, make them better? Like, I, just, I don't know. Honda's just got to get their shit together is really the yeah. answer.
0: It's like the same problems you see in F1, except for the fact that when there's only two options, the problem is magnified right. because you have a larger number of people. Yes.
1: Mm. Also, not I'd say yes and no, because I don't think money is a big issue in the Honda-Chevy
0: split. Um, no, but, but like, McLaren-Honda's issue last year wasn't money. It was the fact that Honda did a shit job of developing the car. That's true. So it wasn't necessarily, like, a lot of the problems within F1, yes, are monetarily based, but there was also problems of just, like, Mercedes did a really good job, you, like, yeah. you know, and Ferraris wasn't as good, and now Ferraris is getting there. You know, Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari are basically working with similar budgets, right? Yeah, 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 that's
1: true, that's true. And so, even, yeah, McLaren,
0: even McLaren and Williams are kind of on the same plane as well.
1: But yeah, they can. They can't get it together. So yeah, no, that's that's. McLaren that the problems. Our,
0: I feel like there needs know, to be a hashtag Honda problems.
1: Because I mean, this is ridiculous. This is you know, and uh,
0: all. Different saying, series so where your cars it's, are shit.
1: Well, here's the thing: we spent so much time making fun of Hondas, making fun of the McLarens at the races last year, so that we get super into Ippycar, and of course, all of our favorite Strata Hondas. It's the universe getting back at us for laughing at McLaren. Oh, no. Apparently, even the University of Texas um, Formula SAE team, which our, our friend Elizabeth wor- works for, uh, has a Honda engine, and it sucks. Honda, get your shit together. That's the answer. Um, our second question actually comes from a hockey friend of ours, uh, hockey battler Bats, and she asks a question about Long Beach Did you know that shark's player Matt Nieto is from Long Beach? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I did. He went to BU, so.
0: (laughs) I did because he had something to do with Boston. He did. Of course he did. Uh, And he's wonderful. I wonder if he ever went to races in Long Beach. Maybe.
1: Someone should ask him.
0: So it's like me. (laughs) I'll ask him.
1: (laughs) I'll do it. One of the sharks coming down again next year. Oh, God. That's so far away. I don't want to talk about it. Um, Okay, third and last question. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Do you have an answer for this one? Because I'm not. No, I do. I do. Uh, Which flavor of salt do you like better, Dixon flavored Pezno salt or Vettel flavored Kibiat salt?
0: Vettel flavored. Yeah, me too. Scott Dixon was too like Scott Dixon, but Scott Dixon legitimately had a point.
1: Exactly.
0: Like Scott Um, Dixon had a legitimate reason to be pissed off. Sam was just being a grumpy. Just being a little, a
1: little bit pissy. Yeah. Um, Dixon's Dixon's (laughs) song also wasn't entirely directed at Paganel. It was directed at the people who made the decision to give Paganel the win. You know, Paganel was more a victim of circumstance than. Yeah. uh, It's like, yeah. Also, Kvyat's, like, condescending, like, it's it's fine, bro, at Vettel was my favorite thing. Like, I it's don't
0: like, care. You came second, like. I know. I also, no, 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 but, like, I saw so many
1: journalists this week being like, oh, Kvyat should respect Vettel, blah, 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 four championships.
0: But, like, no, dude made a good no. racing move. No, you, Vettel, should, was, you not, like, should respect him when he's him. worth your respect, not when he's just being, like.
1: I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. He is, he is worth He's worth respect. He's not worth respect at the expense of your own race. Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No one you know? is. Uh, it, could be my, it could be Michael Schumacher, and you're still like, no, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I, this is not my fault. There was this a gap.
0: I'm going yeah. for it. That's what right. – what's that quote that people say? You know, when you go for a gap, when you see a gap and you don't take it, that's when you stop being a racing driver.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry though.
0: Sorry. Oh, sorry. apparently part of the reason he
1: made such a big stink too was that uh sergio martini was there which i you know that's fine whatever you're still a you, gotta, you
0: gotta play the game <laughs> yeah yeah brilliant okay sarah connors do we have any more questions no
1: no
0: that's it going once going twice that's that is ask GGG for another and you need to get going because you need to go and watch that Louis Blues hopefully defeats the Chicago Blackhawks, so that we don't have to hear about them for the rest of the hockey season. Go with God, do God's love. work. You are you are fighting the battle for all of us. Please, please, doing the
1: thing. Yeah, so we'll catch you guys after Russia in two weeks. Should be fun.
0: Yep, we Just will please. have Barbara to talk about. We will have Paris to talk about. Uh, we will have more women in motorsports we will, yeah, have things to talk about. Yeah. So for another round of The Grid Girls, thank you very much for listening. I'm Sasky Stewart.
1: I'm Sarah Connors, and we will catch you next time.